In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, St. Stephen's. I'm going to be honest. I have um, not been looking forward to preaching on this text. This passage from Luke is um, possibly my favorite story in all of the scriptures. Um, It is such a powerful story of two friends that are walking alongside a stranger on a road. They're leaving Jerusalem and they're making this trek and they're talking about the scriptures. And they don't recognize their friend, this this stranger. They don't know who this person is. Um, And they arrive in the village of Emmaus and they decide to invite their friend in for a meal. And they sit down and they take bread and they bless bread and they break that bread and give thanks and their eyes are opened and they realize that God was with them on that journey that this stranger that they have countered is the most sacred human being they have ever met their eyes are open And they look back and they talk about how their hearts were on fire. They realize just how special that trek was. It is a beautiful story. And I have always um, thought about the reason it's so meaningful as an Episcopalian or as a sacramental person who week after week has gone to church and been in a community that has taken bread and blessed bread and broken that bread. It has been for me this powerful sign of the Eucharist, of how our eyes can be opened to see dignity in other human beings, to see power, to see resurrection when we share a meal. I was five, six weeks ago in the very town that um, the Crusaders believed was Emmaus with 27 others from St. Stephen's. And we went to the church that was built on this spot. And I reflected with the community and in writing afterwards that we walked in when this group was gathered there for Eucharist. They were a Catholic church on pilgrimage. They were singing part of the mass and all of us just sat down the way it was it's an old um i think that the the church was built probably in the 11th century or so it had this old stone building and the sound was echoing and reverberating through there in this powerful kind of spirit moment where uh, i think most of us were moved to tears and just sitting down there and appreciating that and i remember reflecting later with the community that we weren't allowed to take communion because they didn't, we were not a part of that group. We have a different understanding of the Eucharist. And for me, it's been so important to recognize that we exist in a community that allows everyone to receive, that recognizes that every single person has that divine spark, and so they are invited to participate. 
And so we hear this story this morning. And there is going to be no communion of that kind. We are not allowed to take bread and bless it and give it to one another. And even if, even as things begin to open up in our world, in our economy, my gut says that our church, resuming worship in the way that we used to worship, will be one of the last things that happen. What will it mean to be in communion when we can't take bread and bless it and give thanks? How will we have our eyes opened? How will we find our hearts on fire? I've been thinking a lot about this passage about the way that the disciples invite their friend into the home. And I have to wonder if a little bit more is taking place as well. There's a lot that happens in a home. There's a lot of sharing stories. There's, um, there's a vulnerability that happens when we invite somebody in. We get to see... We get to see a little bit more of what's going on in someone's life. I mean, that's the interesting thing that you've just heard the gospel proclaimed. You've heard a reading from Acts. <laughs> you've heard a New Testament reading. All of them taking place in someone's home. Things that you may not have seen before. There's a sense of vulnerability. There's a sense of sharing that is intimate. I keep wondering, as I, as I watch the way that we relate, there seems to be... Um, We're fragile right now. There's a lot that we're all carrying around. There are people in the midst of our community who are grieving the loss of loved ones. All of us are, are talking with friends that are going through incredibly difficult parts of life. And it feels really heavy. It feels heavy to me. I suspect it feels heavy to you as well. And I wonder what it means to share that in a way that is intimate, that can allow our hearts to be on fire and to know that God is with us, because that is ultimately what this story is about. I came across an interesting reading this past week in one of my classes, where it was an interview with the Dalai Lama, and he was talking about a story that the Buddha would teach there was a woman who had lost her newborn son. And she had her son wrapped up on her, and she couldn't let go. She was grieving. She was carrying around this weight. And she could not bury her son. And so she came to the Buddha demanding for magic to make her son well, to heal her son. And people were worried and concerned. And the Buddha said, well, I have some of that magic. I need you to bring me mustard seeds from three people's home. But here's the thing. They must come from the home of someone who has not experienced loss or death or grief. 
And so the woman began to search out in the village. And she went from door to door to door. And she would knock and she would realize as she would share her story that her neighbors had also experienced loss and grief. And she ended up coming back to the village not because she had found three mustard seeds, but through sharing her story of being vulnerable and open, she realized there were others that had experienced great challenges as well. And in sharing and in opening herself up, she was able to grieve. She was able to bury her child. She found hope and comfort in sharing because others had experienced loss and grief. We are people of the resurrection. We have profound hope that nothing separates us from the love of God, not life nor death. But it doesn't mean that we're not carrying around heaviness or anxiety or loss or uncertainty. Maybe you're feeling that way this week. And maybe the story of the Emmaus miracle is not just about Eucharist, but it's about sharing with those people in our lives, of inviting people in, inviting people into our lives, of being vulnerable. And it's then that our eyes are opened and we know that God is with us. We may be connected through a phone or a TV screen, but as a church community, we are best when we open our ears and our hearts to listen to one another, to be vulnerable, so that we can support each other in this work. And when we do that, may we know that God is with us. Amen.